0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and Merry Christmas. Today, we're reading Revelation 20, which raises the question what is the Great White Throne, or what is the Great White Throne judgment? But before we dive in, I've got some announcements. Our 2022 reading plan is coming to a close as we've only got a couple chapters left, but don't worry, the podcast isn't going anywhere as the year wraps up. We've got several guests coming on to unpack some exciting things coming in 2023. We've got some lessons on Bible study, and we're even releasing a blooper reel to let you in behind the scenes on a lot of what goes on when the recording button hasn't yet been pressed. That being said... In the interim period, if you haven't already, I'd encourage you to consider what your Bible reading will look like in 2023. Next year, we're reading Old Testament historical narrative, and we've titled the plan from Genesis to Jesus. I want to give you the opportunity to think about who you want to invite to read with you. What would it look like for your community group to do? join the journey together? What would it look like if you and your roommates were reading the Bible together, or you and your family? Maybe you're a young adult who wants to read the Bible with a grandparent who lives in another state. Join the journey could be a neat way to do that. I mean, I know I've heard some cool stories from my friend Greer about how she and her grandma are both on the journey together. It's super fun. That being said, who can you personally invite to read with you? We're going one chapter at a time every day, Monday through Friday. It's a super reasonable reading assignment, and we've also got content for kids. Or honestly, adults who want to start more simply could use the kids' plan. Who can you invite to read with you? Forward them this episode, give them a taste, invite them to join us in 2023, and we'll link everything you need to know about journals, the podcast, and join the Journey Junior in the description below. Now let's dive in. Have you ever thought about what it will be like when you stand before Jesus? What will he ask you about? What will he say? What does he know about you? I mean, we know he knows everything about us, but what is it exactly that that entails? I mean, he knows all of our shortcomings and all of our wins. Will he be pleased by what he sees in your life? Think about it. Today, we're talking all about the great white throne or the great white throne judgment. What is it? And why does it matter? Well, as I was getting ready for this episode, I was reminded that in recent weeks, there's been this trending thing on the Internet. It's basically a chat bot. It's artificial intelligence or AI, if you will. And there's this bot that will write different pieces of discourse for you. And it's crazy because we're literally talking about computers writing things as if they're humans. And it's mind-blowing how accurate and reliable this system can be. Emphasis on the can. It's not always. It's computer. Uh, but I thought I'd try it out for this podcast. And so here's what this artificial intelligence bot had to say when I asked it to write a devotional on Revelation 20 and the Great White Throne specifically. I would add a disclaimer here that I really think this one in particular, it had a lot of great things to say, so that's why I'm reading it. But at times, it's not always theologically accurate, so I just want to give you guys that disclaimer. But here's, here's what they said. The bot said, I guess I can't say they. Here's what the computer said. Revelation 20 is a powerful and thought-provoking chapter in the Bible. In it, we see a vision of the end of days and the final judgment of humanity— This chapter reminds us of the importance of living our lives in a way that is pleasing to God, and it encourages us to stay strong in our faith even in the face of difficult times. One of the key themes of Revelation 20 is the idea of the resurrection of the dead. In this chapter, we see that at the end of days, all people will be raised from the dead and they will stand before God to be judged. This idea is a reminder of the fact that our lives on earth are not all there. There is something more beyond this life, and it is our actions in this life that will determine our fate in the next. That's interesting. We'll come back to it. The bot continues. In Revelation 20, 11 through 15, it says, here's the scripture. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. That's the end of the verse. The Bot continues by saying, this passage describes the final judgment of all people, and it is often referred to as the great white throne judgment. The great white throne judgment is significant for Christians because it is a reminder of the fact that our actions in this life have eternal consequences. It reminds us that we will one day be held accountable for how we have lived our lives and that we will be judged according to God's standards. Again, we'll come back to this. This should motivate us to strive to live our lives in a way that is pleasing to God and to seek to align our actions with His will. Additionally, the great white throne judgment is significant because it reminds us of the need for salvation— In this passage, it says that the dead will be judged according to what they have done and that those whose names are not found in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. This is a reminder of the fact that without salvation through Jesus Christ, we are all condemned to eternal punishment. Overall, the great white throne judgment is significant for Christians because it reminds us of the importance of living our lives in a way that is pleasing to God, and it reminds us of the need for salvation through Christ. It should motivate us to strive to seek to align our actions with His will. And the bot goes on. Another important theme in this chapter is the idea of the millennial kingdom. This is a time when Jesus will reign on earth for a thousand years, and there will be peace and justice throughout the world. This time is a reminder of the fact that God's plan for humanity is one of redemption and restoration, and that even in the midst of difficult times, there is hope for a better future. As Christians, it's important for us to take the lessons of Revelation 20 to heart. We must remember that our time on earth is fleeting and that we will one day be judged for our actions, which, again, should motivate us to live our lives in a way that's pleasing to God and to stay strong in our faith even when times are tough. It is also important for us to remember the hope that is found in the millennial kingdom. This should give us hope and encouragement, knowing that even in the midst of difficult times, like a cancer diagnosis, feeling left out at school, being made fun of because your faith, or losing your job because you stood up for Christ at work, even in the midst of difficult times, there is a future in which peace and justice will reign. We should hold on to this hope and trust in God's plan for us. So in conclusion, Revelation 20 is a powerful and thought-provoking chapter in the Bible. It reminds us of the importance of living our lives in a way that is pleasing to God, and it encourages us to stay strong in our faith. It also reminds us of hope that's found in the millennial kingdom and encourages us to trust in God's plan for us. May we take these lessons to heart, and may we strive to live our lives in a way that is pleasing to God. All of that, literally— was written by artificial intelligence. I mean, I interjected a few things here and there, but everything I just said to you was written by a computer, which is insane. And what can I say? But I think the end could be near, my friends. And here's the deal. That's super cool that a uh, computer could write that entire discourse. And it's crazy to think about how technology has progressed and provided more vehicles through which the gospel can spread. But... Through which sin can also spread. And for a little bit there, I did question my job security if a computer can write episode scripts, but this AI isn't always theologically accurate, and there are a few important notes I want to tag on just to bring some further clarity as we wrap up. And it's important for us to note that Christians have differing views in regard to the Great White Throne Judgment. So it is clear, it's clear that there will be a final judgment for believers and unbelievers alike. We will all stand before Christ and give an account. But remember, we are not saved on the basis of our works or our performance. That's Ephesians 2, 8, 9, Titus 3, 5, and Romans 10, 9 through 10. And while it is very clear, abundantly clear, that the great white throne judgment is the final judgment, there are other judgments mentioned throughout the Bible, and scholars have differing understandings as to how these judgments relate to one another. Some believe there are three. Judgment number one comes from Matthew 25, referring to the sheep and goats, or said differently, the nations. This one could possibly occur after the tribulation period, but prior to the millennium, and its goal is to determine who will enter the millennial kingdom. Judgment number two in this viewpoint assesses believers' works and is commonly called the judgment seat or the bema of Christ, coming from 2 Corinthians 5. And at this judgment, it's believed that Christians will receive different rewards for their works or services to God, but somehow, because there won't be any sin, everything would be equal, and we won't compare uh, our rewards with each other's rewards. And then judgment number three in this view would leave the great white throne judgment at the end of the millennium, coming from today's chapter, Revelation 20. And here, They would say unbelievers are judged according to their works and sentenced to personalized, everlasting punishment in the lake of fire. Now, some scholars, it's a common belief, both of these, they're very common, believe all of these judgments are one and the same, which is to say the great white throne judgment is for believers and unbelievers, as the AI articulated. But believing differently is not wrong we don't we don't have absolutes here we don't know got questions has a great article on this and i'd encourage you to check it out but regardless of your convictions as to how many judgments there are and when they take place and who is present for each there are two things we can say with certainty number 1 we are saved by grace alone through faith alone and christ alone according to scripture alone and ultimately to the glory of god alone and number 2 Though our salvation isn't on the basis of works, James said faith without works is dead, and our faith in Jesus should move us to action. There's a call on each of our lives to live differently as bright lights in a weary world. And this weary world longs to rejoice in the good news of knowing Jesus Christ came, He died, He resurrected, and He wants to know us as we await His return. That's all we've got time for today. But as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.